That should have been on the pod. I know. We'll get it on the pod. Ah, test. One, two. Test, test, test. Yes, sir. Uh, hi, friends. Welcome back. My name is Dean, and here we go. Always good to be here. As always, brought to you by our friends at Cantork, makers of Canada's greatest industrial torque pools, torque wrenches. Go to Cantork.com today for more information. Uh, I get luxury. Yeah, you do. Luxury branded underwear, boxer briefs, pouch in the front. Go to edsfineimports.com, order a pair, use Gitch3. That is your promo code. And of course, brought to you by our friends, the lovely ladies of Muse Massage Spot. Download Muse on the mic, the podcast today, uh, and get entertained and educated as to the world's oldest industry advocates. Take you behind the scenes of Muse Massage Spa, Canada's number one body rub parlor. Uh, and we have a guest coming up from Muse in just a few minutes as well. Lachlan Cross, of course, joins us as well today, uh, right out of the gate. One thing I want to get to, uh, real, it's not breaking news, but it is news. Mm-hmm. Shohei Otani may be a Blue Jay. There's a better than... Oh, really? Okay. Shohei keep... Otani, the world's greatest baseball player, not named Babe Ruth, the best two-way player, the only two-way player, like impact at both ends. The god of baseball, the goat, the current goat. He may be a Toronto Blue Jay. By the okay, time. this has yeah, been a headline for like two weeks, and every time I see it, I go to I go to Grant, who's a big baseball fan. Grant's on the locker room with me, and I'm like, Grant, come on. And he's like, I don't know, man. He goes, I think it might happen. So even the more cynical, sort of more jaded baseball sports fans, donkeys, donkeys, yep, are suggesting that this is this is a thing. And I and and a lot of it, I guess, has to do with the fact that uh Otani, I guess, is evaluating the offers. And looking at the teams from the perspective of who has a shot to make a run here. Yeah. So if he picks the Jays, it's because him and his team are thinking he has a the shot coach. to win a World Series. That's interesting. Yeah. Totally. No? Dude, it's unbelievable. Listen, whenever this happens, like an A-plus free agent, and he's not an A-plus free agent. He's a freak. He's a disgustingly yeah, he's high a like game winner. Yeah. He hits 40 home runs, steals 30 bases in his sleep. Like, he's insane. It's it's, it's weird to watch him play yeah. because he doesn't look like he's doing anything. I know. He's effortless. That's what he does. He's incredible. But, like, we never get nice things here, right? When like, he, you know, when we signed John Tavares, it was like, wow. That was like seven years ago. Everybody couldn't believe it. Freaked out. Um we're not now. No, this no, is no, not John no, Tavares. No, this is like, we do this, not this, get to even bring John Tavares up. I know. No, I do. I have in to. the same but conversation. That's, that's, that was, as, no, I do. It's not. No, you like, can't. He, no, summer, I'm not. No, you finish. can't continue. Let me finish. In that you're summer, such a loser, Leaf fan. I can't believe mouth. you even threw that shut in. Your mouth. Shut your mouth. Uh, it was like it was the nicest thing we had had at that point, right? And then Kawhi Leonard championship. I know, and he's no Otani. I'm I'm agreeing with you. You're just submarining my whole fucking point before I get there because it's what because you, you do. can't bring those two together. No, you can't anymore because Kawhi Leonard he wins a championship. He leaves town, gives us the old head. Kawhi was a pretty big deal. Trip. Yeah, it was huge. And then, and so we just assume that we're out of the running every single time we can get something nice in the world yeah. of sports. This isn't something nice. This is this is the fucking Hulk Diamond of baseball players. Like this is he might make huge. he might make a, seventy five million a year, fifty to yeah. seventy five million a year for ten years at seven hundred. That's a billion dollars for a baseball player, dude. That's, oh, that's insane. And dude, worth every 
penny. Every penny. And I they'll agree. make all that money back. So anyway, I just wanted to hit you off the top. I just, it's, it's not a news. lot of money. Hopefully him and his family will be okay. I right? do too. I hope he's got, got a, puppy a good financial guy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Jesus. <laughs> Sports people make way too much money. It's ridiculous. Uh, yeah, and you know why they do? You know why? Uh, yeah. And yeah, it's because of the fans. It. It's because losers we, we go buy tickets. on a beer. That's what it yeah. is. Yeah, 30 yeah, bucks yeah. and a $250 jersey. I know. I know. It's all the same. But anyway, so, just nice news. I thought that was a really nice thing today. I wanted to get that out of the way before we get to my friend Emily from Muse on the Mic. We're going to talk a little bit about a couple. Do you want me to read the the CBC thing before we get Emily on? This will take that two would minutes. be nice. So okay, nice. And then we'll so bring Emily. We got two nice start. We got two nice stories. We start with Shohei Otani. Yeah. Maybe a Blue Jay, Steve Phillips. It's the next virus. Uber, Uber analytics is the next virus. coming to Toronto. I- <laughs> You guys should really be excited. Well, we were super excited for Tavares. We're going to shit our fucking pants for Otani. Like, I mean, we're all going to have seizures. The entire the entire city of Toronto is going to need to call 911 at the same time if it happens. That's my point. Tavares I, is like, I we still can't believe it. We'll be like, oh. Like, I still can't oh believe it's. Yeah. yeah okay. So we have talked yeah. about CBC multiple times, and I think you and I are sort of simpatico on the, the CBC discussion in that we both agree that maybe the money that they do get from the taxpayers to do the business that they do, they probably abuse on some levels and they probably could use it more wisely. Yes. I've always maintained that. I don't want to lose CBC. I'm a pro CBC guy. I'm not like a defunded treat it like CBC. A fucking business instead of a government run organization. That yes. $4,000 chairs for a guy who's there for two weeks. Yes. I get it. Exactly. And so, uh, and you hear stories. We've all heard stories. If you're in this business in the broadcast industry, you've always heard about the abuse and, and the waste of CBC. And it's frustrating when you're in terrestrial radio in the other side of things where you're scraping and, clawing for every dollar and people are getting fired every year and blah, blah, blah. Right. And so I've told the story about the guy that makes six figures that, you know, files CDs and albums, right? Like just ridiculous stories like that. And so somebody that listens to this podcast and I believe the locker room and has heard me multiple times say things like that and realizes that I have my head in my ass and would like to uh, maybe pull it out a little bit. Educate send you? me a letter. All now right. I promised because this individual is still working for the CBC. Letter, letter, or or email. Was it a letter? Was it snail mail? Did you get one of those things in an envelope that we used to get in the forties and fifties? You say? Can I? You can I just read what letter? I got? Oh, so you don't like being interrupted? What's that like? <laughs> Go ahead. It was Go a ahead. nice little note, okay, okay. okay. from a guy so that works at CBC who's a fan of you and I. Okay. It's probably just me, but I wanted to include you because I know how you feel when I don't. Mr. Cross, I work at the CBC in Toronto, half for the past 17 years. Every day I've heard layoffs are coming. That's no joke or exaggeration. We no longer have vinyl or CDs. The mother corp got rid of that years ago. Complete fire sale. So there, we're slowly inching my head out of my ass. Kingston, I'm busy here. He's busy. Okay. Indeed, there are a lot of, there's a lot of glut at CBC, people failing upwards, people pay way, paid way beyond their abilities. There are some real troglites making a lot of money. And if taxpayers knew what they were making, they would be up in arms, rightfully so. There are also some great people who really know their crap and do amazing things in the face of bureaucracy and incompetence. 
and make considerably less than what they are worth. 8,000 employees, four unions. The CBC does local news, international news, and amateur sports very well. He said no. It's a good listener. I didn't get, a, I didn't get to take him for a walk. I'm he's sorry. Mad. Oh, he's mad at you. That's it okay. Shouldn't, it. it should not rely on subject. And this is another thing I've, I've always thought that they should be thrust into the real world, world and have to actually fend for themselves and pay their own way. And that has been um, wide, being widely disputed. And, and actually, people in CBC disagree with that analogy. And he sort of does as well. It should not. He doesn't think that the CBC should rely on um, Disney dollars, big farm dollars, lottery, alcohol, sports, that kind of a thing. So he suggests that the, the government should keep CBC alive. And I, I, I would hate to lose CBC. So I will be willing to... Um, uh, you know, adjust my thinking on that. May I also add that this is this is what I wanted to read for you because this makes this conversation very interesting because I've always sort of thought that this was a lib- liberal thing and that the concern, but it's not. And he kind of he's been there a long time, so he's seen a lot of different. He's seen both political parties. May I also add, both the liberal and the conservative governments have gutted the CBC over the years. Whatever government is in power. That's the head of our board. LaCroix was systematic about cuts, and it felt like death by a thousand cuts that was spread out over Harper's time in office. He was upfront about how he hated us. <laughs> With the liberals, they used the CBC to get into power, promise money, provide a fraction of what they promise, then have a massive fire sale because they can't justify the spending once they've been in power for a certain term or for a, for a term or two. It's a lot like a script in a bad political thriller airing on CBC that nobody watches. Interesting that the approach from the two governments has a similar outcome, but they just do it differently. Yeah. Where they treat the employees there like shit on purpose. <laughs> yeah. Right. One. And they're both, they're both using it as a political yeah. Like the, the the conservatives use it as a as a we're going to cut back on CBC and then totally. they garner support that way, yeah. and then the liberals go in going we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna fund the CBC more, but they both end up screwing the CBC. Yeah. It's just it it's funny, and I think it's it's a microcosm of the entire political s- sort of world that we live in, in that the liberals are screwing us. They just yep. do it differently, and the yeah. conservatives are gonna screw us but they're gonna they tell just, you they're gonna fuck you yeah 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 it's because very there's different. a portion of the audience that enjoys it when they tell you oh totally screw you yeah big time it's just tone and how they do it right and, and to your point you know whenever i see someone say it's the government run they are not government run they're government funded but they will put each political party when they get into federal power they'll put their own people on certain boards and try mm. to weasel their way in there so they can do whatever they decide they want to do to the people right so for me it's not necessarily about the government funding and it's not necessarily about because dude if you don't know that every it's like anytime a business gets purchased by another business you bring in your own people it's the same thing right conservatives do it liberals do it ndp will never be allowed to do it because no one's ever going to let them near the keys to anything which i'm okay with yeah me too um but it's it's all the same it's it's like it's Absolutely, and I feel sorry for him. I feel sorry for that guy. I feel sorry. I didn't for say it was a guy. People. Oh, is it a female? Interesting. Good. I'm glad. Well thought out email. It By was the way, Ron you McLean. didn't. 
You didn't proofread that, did you? Before you read it, I, I, I'm not a big proofreader. Um, <laughs> plus, I'm a touch dyslexic, so there are certain oh, struggles I have. Now with I feel like stuff. an asshole. By the yeah. way, for, for talking about how you can't read. I I read something off of our good food uh, meal last night, and my wife looked at me and just went, "Do you like what is wrong with you? Like this is somebody who's been she with goes, me I'm for a dyslexic. long time. Leave me alone." <laughs> You're she shaming goes, me. I know you're dyslexic, but yeah. do you actually pay attention to what you're saying? You're not <laughs> no. even close. That word isn't even close to what that is. is. Am- that's the amazing part of the success of Lachlan Cross. We spend Every a lot of time together. Never thinks about anything he says, just comes out and says it's just this emotional funnel. And he's one of the most successful disc jockeys in the history of this country. Right there. That man. You too, ladies and gentlemen, can do it as well. If Lachlan can do it, we're going to get those shirts. If Lachlan can do it, you can do it. You can do anything if this guy is one of the most successful radio guys. I'll tell you a quick story before we bring Emily on. We had an right. air check with the boss today, the, yeah, the, the new the new program director, who I'm yeah. who I'm a fan of. And, okay, good. And he has um come to the conclusion that I might be a little wound up tight. So he's trying to convince me to get on the weed. <laughs> this is an ongoing he goes, you know. Because Jimmy got stoned to watch his uh, Jimmy at the Movies movie, which was a Cheech and Chong movie on the weekend. So yeah, he was yeah. very curious about how Jimmy handled a 10 milligram gummy yeah. and then suggested to me and then like turned and looked at me and went, you know, you should really get on the podcast. Only thing I've really been telling you for the past, I don't know how long, Emily from Muse Massage Spa, an official part <laughs> of the Dean Lundell show joins us. Hey, Em, do you think just listening to him for Hi, five guys. seconds, do you think, do you think nice puppies, by the way? couple of there's like hey. three puppies on the screen right now yes, puppy and yours. Yeah, hey. well um, we're all happy to be here <laughs> do, do you think that lachlan or a guy like lachlan might benefit from smoking more cannabis as opposed to drinking like i really want to see him get on the weed <laughs> i really do too i really do too <laughs> although lachlan, i'm old school I, i'm a joint smoker the edibles i've never gotten high from the edibles that's impossible. I know. You've never gotten high from edibles, so you just smoke a joint. Yeah, and and I just tell smoke a joint. how you feel when you smoke a joint, nice and relaxed, don't you? Mellow. Life yes. is too short not to get on the weed. <laughs> get on the weed. Lock get on the cross. weed. Yeah, do so it. Edibles, smoke. I've got it, enough problems it. with the one substance, and and anytime <laughs> I've ever tried to introduce something into my life, like I at seventeen, eighteen, I'm like maybe I'll try smoking, and then like. 10 years later, two packs a day for 10 years. I'm like, maybe I should quit this. Oh, dude, I was hard on the. Do you ever light one smoke off the end of the other? Do you ever do that? The chain smoke? Well, you kind of do when you have to smoke two packs a day. So now I just drink and I figure you're not allowed to do anything else. So I just, I stick with that. I've decided that that's my substance. You know what? I think uh, M2, she's drinking. Is it wine o'clock in that coffee cup, M? It's wine o'clock, and I have a new Muse on the mic wine glass, too. I'm very excited. Oh, a little merch. Go to Muse Massage Spa for your merch, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Um, Real quick, before we get into a couple of items here today, I want to talk about uh, Ozempic. Have you guys heard about this drug, Ozempic? Have you heard about it? I've tried it. You've tried it. Does it work? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, I didn't find results from it, but I know many people that did. Okay. But the minute you go off it, everything reverses like any freaking diet. There's really? No free lunch. Yeah. Really? Yeah. 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 Okay. So, so, okay. Because there's a story going around. It's a big story. Diabetics, like poor diabetics can't get Ozempic and they need Ozempic mm-hmm. for their diabetes because there are people out there that aren't diabetic who just would rather not 
you know, exercise yeah. and stuff. Vanity. <laughs> so doctors yeah. are willingly in the, in this province and around the country and in North America prescribing this drug. Now there's yeah. a shortage of this drug for diabetics. Uh, was I wrong to to suggest on Twitter yesterday? Am was I was I insensitive <laughs> to suggest fat rich people are shortening the supply of Ozempic for di- poor <laughs> diabetics? Was it, I mean? It is a thing. Is it? <laughs> explain that to me. Am I bad? <laughs> Am I, wrong? I, I mean, I, I never think you're bad. I love how aggressive you are. <laughs> it was an aggressive tweet, but a lot of your tweets are aggressive and that's my jam. So I have no problem with it. All right. I mean, it does take a bit of money and yeah. I know Americans are even buying it here more so because of the affordability. Yeah. And so poor Canadian diabetics and anyone with insulin resistance is just in suffrage right now. Yeah, we actually had a guy call because I was fascinated by this. I found out about this a couple months back, maybe five, six months back, Dean, that it's it became a thing like a like a Hollywood hack for, for weight loss. And so what happened was it just the word got out that Ozempic, if you took it, if you weren't diabetic, it could really you could really shed the pounds quickly. So if you had a part and you needed to shed 20, you know, 15, 20 pounds really quick, there was people in Hollywood that were using it and it, it like really does suppress it, like your in, appetite. It's, 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 I believe it's subcutaneous, which means you have to inject it right Injection. now. Is that correct? Yeah. Uh, okay. It's a teeny tiny short little needle. It's skinny. You don't even feel it, but okay. it made me nauseous as all hell. Yeah. It made you yeah. sick. Really sick. I've heard yeah. that. Really Lots sick. Of side effects, hair Gross. loss, Whole bunch of weird yeah. shit. Yeah. Are you serious? I so we started talking about it on the show, Dean. We were fascinated uh, by it. And this guy uh, about a month ago actually sent me a letter, like a handwritten letter in the mail. Yeah. yeah. And um and followed it up with a fax and also a carrier pigeon. No. <laughs> anyway, he um he sent me a, a note and said, Listen, um, can you stop? promoting this because I now can't get it. And I'm being told my, by my doctors that I have to find an alternative to Ozempic, which exists. But the problem is, is the ones that it took a while to get Ozempic onto the approved list to be covered by your medical. Mm-hmm. And then the other ones that are new Wagyu and some of the other ones. Wagovi and Rebelsis. Wagovi mm-hmm. is an FDA Those approved weight loss drugs. Rebelsis is a tablet. And Wait, Wagyu? Wagyu? Wagyu, yeah. It's I not Wagyu. Know it. It's Wagovi. not dyslexic. So if you, um, if you get those, they do a similar thing to Ozempic. The issue is that you are paying out of pocket for them because they haven't been approved yet by yeah. the Canadian Medical Board or whatever it is that approves these yeah. things. And that might take a while. Like he said, it might take a year. So now he's like, goes from something that would cost me $20, $30 a month for my monthly diabetic is going to go up to two, $300 a month. Um, because he goes, because all these rich people who want to lose a couple of pounds are taking the stock. And I said to him, I said, it seems a little odd that the diabetics would have to be would have to stand in line with the same people that are dieting from it. You'd think that there would be some sort of priority system, um, but there isn't. And and he was he was pretty choked. I put him well, on the people air. People are pissed, dude. Like I I, I was I looking at the replies in in that tweet, as M calls it, my aggressive tweet. The Dean Blundell Show is brought to you by FactCheck.io. FactCheck.io, makers of the world's most comprehensive fact checking software. 
that have been very busy building some software so that you can fact check anything that you read. It doesn't matter if it's got a URL, you'll be able to fact check it. Alternative sources, origins, whether or not it was an organic or inorganic campaign, whether or not you can trust the people that are putting out the information so that you can give yourself agency over information in the age of disinformation. Again, want to beta test their product? They're going to launch it in the next month or two. Go to factcheck.io today. F-A-K-T-C-H-E-K. .io. Back to the show. As always, the Dean Blundell Show is brought to you by our friends at factcheck.io. Factcheck.io. Do you believe? The good people at FactCheck are a quorum of software professionals, psychological professionals, journalists that have been very busy building some software so that you can fact check anything that you read. It doesn't matter if it's got a URL, you'll be able to fact check it. Alternative sources, origins, whether or not it was an organic or inorganic campaign, whether or not you can trust the people that are putting out the information and alternative sources. And there's going to be a weapon button too, where you can turn that information around and put it back out there accurately to combat disinformation. The good people at factcheck.io are right now testing their beta version of their free program. Yes, it will be free for anybody who wants to use it. They want to battle disinformation because it is a problem. Go to factcheck.io today. F-A-K-T-C-H-E-K.io. F-A-K-T-C-H-E-K.io. The world's most robust fact-checking disinformation software for news, social media, video, print, anything spoken word. These people are on the tip. And they use some of the finest software technology to be able to give you the advantage when it comes to getting agency back in your life, when it comes to information that you read. Go to factcheck.io today for more information. Sign up for the beta test, F-A-K-T-C-H-E-K dot I-O. Um, and the diabetics <laughs> are pissed, specifically like poor diabetics, be. because Ozempic, as I understand it, if I'm not mistaken, is the only one that is approved for diabetics, which comes with weight loss. And it is not approved as a weight loss drug, but it is being prescribed by doctors. And I don't know, like, I know they get reimbursed for this in the United States. I don't think they do in Canada, but it's being prescribed by doctors for weight loss. Like yes. that, for a quick turnaround mm-hmm. for weight yes. loss. M, is that is that correct? I actually got mine through someone else. So people are dealing it. Are you <laughs> <Yeah>. serious? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I was a bad girl. <laughs> You're not alone, Emily. A lot of people you, like, that you mm-hmm. had Olympic for weight loss. Maybe they might have mm-hmm. been diabetic. And you're like, I want to try that to see if I lose weight. It was someone else who was using it for weight loss and was like, hey, guys, I've got like three prescriptions. Who wants one? <laughs> well, and you know what else happened? What else happened was <laughs> there were certain there were certain doctors because they make money off of this shit <laughs> that were like it was hustling the same it thing. out the side door. Yeah, yeah. It was the same yeah. thing. Remember back in the day, there was everyone had a had a weed card, like a medical yeah, yeah. marijuana mm-hmm. card. Dude, you and can there get was boner, a black market Kelowna. boner pills, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There was yeah. a guy in Kelowna you could call and do a quick phone call with him, and he would mail you a, uh, <laughs> uh, you know. Yeah, you'd phone mm-hmm. him and go, hey, I get migraines. And you go, all right, that's good enough. We'll send you your weed card. Okay, so right. where are we at then, ethically? Because I don't want to shit on people, because I saw some people in my mentions, not many, doing this one. It's the only thing that worked for me. And I'm like, mm, did you try the gym? And they're like, I don't have time. I'm like, mm, did you try eating better? And they're like, I'm not allowed, you know, stuff like that. And you don't want to be like, we're living in a very sensitive time. And I try to be very sensitive and not take anybody's inventory. 
But to I, me, that's like, what I say about you I all the time. About 50, thank you. Right? I lost about Sensitive 50. Sensitive guy. Incredibly sad. Very empathetic. I've lost significant weight <laughs> by doing a couple things. Exercising mm-hmm. more, eating better, eating less, portion control, that kind of stuff. Now, I know it is a struggle for a lot of people. You stopped smoking so much weed. Yeah, and, I did. And eating seven Twinkies. That That's night. true. Yeah. yeah, totally. A whole lemon cake. Um, but is it wrong for me to have a problem or for us to have a problem with people? And now, now you didn't take supply off the shelves, Em. You got yours on the black market, which I love. But <laughs> is it wrong for people to say, listen, I'm not like obese to the point where I need this medication, but the side effect for it I want, which means I want to lose weight. Like, is that is that sort of a shitty thing that we allow in this society today where, you know, now diabetics are having to go get the other stuff that doesn't work as well and actually pay out of pocket for it? Is it wrong? I I think it's a little nuanced. I agree that it's shitty if it's for vanity weight. But there are people, for example, with mobility issues that can't go to the gym. Um, I actually myself suffered a spinal injury in 2020 during the uh, just before the pandemic. And I was not this voluptuous before. I am now, but I couldn't walk for about two years. So I uh, ate and I got fat. <laughs> and By for way, many people in that circumstance, gorgeous. Just to let you I'm know, delicious. Yes. I'm actually quite enjoying these curves. It's Atta it's good. a lot of ass, a lot of tits. I love it. Yeah, we don't hate it. We don't right. hate it. Yeah. <laughs> I walk in the room in many directions. It's fabulous. But I, it took me, <laughs> it took me a while to get to this point. I can walk, run, jump. I can do all the things. I walk four miles a day now. But um, I understand I felt really stuck at that point and there was no workout option. And yes, you can diet, but diet only does so much. So I understand people wanting to do it in a more extreme circumstance. But if you're trying to lose your last 15 pounds, fuck off, really. I, I, have, a, I have a theory on this as a doctor. Um, and wh- one of the things I can't that, wait for this. Right? One of the things that I said... <laughs> One of the things that I said when we were talking about this and some, some people were actually um, suggesting I might've been obsessed with it, but I was fascinated by the fact that people, because when I started making fun of Ozempic on the air, people were like sending me notes going, I'm like, Locke, I got this from my doctor. I'm like, what the fuck? People are getting this to you. Like your doctor's giving this to you and you're not diabetic. So it's, it's a thing. Here's my suggestion. Here, here's what I said. And, and I kind of, I, I kind of, uh, I sympathize with people and, and Emily, like you said, the spinal injury, you, you put on weight, you didn't want, and you were having trouble. You felt stuck. Yeah. There are I exceptions. Yes. There are exceptions. <laughs> I think that the medical side effects that we're hearing about now and like, Honestly, every week, Dean, there's a new article about what this stuff does to you. So I think mm-hmm. we're going to see some long-term um, side effects and things that you uh, that are really unhealthy about Ozempic. And so I have said to people who have asked me about it, I don't think it's a good idea. I think you should try to stay away from it. You should try. But there are a lot of people in situations medically where the medical situation they've gotten themselves into for whatever reason, because of their weight are the, the side effects of Ozempic are less of a concern to them than what they're dealing with because of their weight. So Mm -hmm. if that's the case and that, and it can help you shed five, 10, 15, 20, 25 pounds, and it can get you started on 
I, then I would get off of it, which apparently is difficult. It's mm-hmm. very hard to get is off it? of it once you get started. Why? Because then, because the weight comes back so fast, Em? Is that why? Uh, I think Generally. there's other it's reasons. Not, it's not like painkillers where there's like the, the withdrawal and all the addiction stuff. It's more like your body resets so quickly. But if you're using Ozempic in, for example, people with insulin resistance, it's really confusing to the body to all of a sudden have this influx of or, or lack of insulin, depending on what your body's that, doing. That's what Ozempic does. It increases insulin production in the body, right? Yeah. Like, so it, yeah. it suppresses appetite in the process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so it, it can cause other side effects or new side effects that, that happen when you come off of it. But it's only a matter of time before we're going to see some American drug commercial that's like, did you take Ozempic and suffer from? Oh, call so and so and conversation emily i said the same thing they're gonna start yeah do you guys want to yeah. let's have a look at uh some of the side effects i find these absolutely fascinating uh this is for people <laughs> who are using it to lose weight uh or for diabetes now the people with diabetes will take these side effects over the diabetic side effects in a heartbeat but this is yeah. mm-hmm. if you're healthy and you're doing this for your uh whatever vanity Low blood sugar is a side effect. Upset stomach, heartburn, burping, gas, bloating. Did you have some of that? A little bit of farting, Em? A little fart? Sparts I, I, di- I, didn't, I didn't deal with that, but the, no? the nausea was a bitch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Diarrhea, yeah, constipation, runny nose or sore throat, stomach flu symptoms, or headache, dizziness, and tired. Now, let's Long get to the serious stuff. Ozempic side effects. Go to yeah. emergency medical if you have signs or allergic reaction, but... If your doc call your doctor at once if you have vision changes, mm. unusual mood changes, thoughts about hurting yourself, pounding yeah. heartbeats or fluttering in your chest, lightheaded feeling like you might pass out, signs of thyroid tumors. Mm. How's the weight loss, vanity people? Swelling or mm. a lump in your neck, trouble or swallowing, hoarse voice, feeling short of breath, symptoms of pancreatitis, severe yeah. pain in your upper stomach, spread to your back, nausea without vomiting fast heart rate, gallbladder problems, upset stomach pain, fever, clay-colored stool, jaundice, low blood sugar, hunger, weakness, sweating, confusion, irritability, dizziness, fast heart, feeling jittery, kidney problems, swelling, urination, urinating less, blood and urine, feeling tired, short of breath, stomach flu symptoms, stomach cramps, vomiting, loss of appetite, diarrhea, maybe watery or bloody, and symptoms of ileus, stomach paralysis, bloating, stomach cramps, nausea, that's pain, actually, vomiting, constipation, appetite. That's a big one right now, Dean. I, I'm actually surprised they don't have hair loss in there because I read like three or four mm-hmm. articles that, that said too. that women were losing hair, like cl- like it was coming mm-hmm. out. Uh, so I'm, I'm surprised that that's not part of that. But yeah, it it's um it's serious, and and I I, I think man, I, listen, I I know people struggle with weight loss, and they get to a point where they they'll try anything. They're desperate. I just mm-hmm. God, I don't know if the if the Ozempic is the is the way to go, folks. If you can find something that, else, that list reminds me of hydroxycut back in the day. Remember that? Very similar symptoms. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Drugs. yeah. And Fenfen. Do you remember when Fenfen was out mm-hmm. too? Everybody was like, mm-hmm. take Fenfen. Everyone's walking around like this. Everybody had the shakes. <laughs> the shakes and the shit. What the yeah, hell yeah, is yeah. Fenfen? Fenfen um, <laughs> discontinued. Yeah, yeah. My buddy's yeah. wife was on it for a while. I didn't see her for like three months. She lost like, a, like I don't know, 80, 90 pounds. And I'm like, what? holy shit, you look great. And she's like, I'm on Fenfen. And she had the full shakes. And she had to keep yep. leaving the table because she had this incredible diarrhea. Like it was like so bad. <laughs> she couldn't stop shitting her pants. She was wearing black pants in case she shit herself. And she was only going to stay on it for a little bit got off it 
ended up having like long-term health and heart issues, like to the point where she's, she's always got atrial fibrillation now. Like she has heart flutters. Yeah. 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 You got it too. You got it. I've gotten an ulcer because of hydroxycut. What? Seriously? The rest of my life. I have heartburn every day of my life because of hydroxycut burned a hole right through my stomach. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Emily. I know. Right. You got to spank me twice now. (laughs) All right. Bad all these girl. illicit drugs. <laughs> Terrible. <Bad alter>. <laughs> See, Terrible get on the weed. <laughs> <laughs> there's no list of fucking weed. <laughs> you know what? It's, it's funny because there's so many people like, you know, I could, I used to be able to draw a straight line to a lot of the things I like the lack mm-hmm. of confidence, my, my upsetness, my frustration when I was a lot bigger, right? When I was over and I was over 300 pounds and I was like, I don't like this. I feel like my head's going to pop off. And so, you know, the, it was just a matter of deciding I'm not going to eat like I'm going to the electric chair every night. I'm not going to do these things. And so I did them. But that also came because I thought maybe it was time for me to be in a relationship at some point and I couldn't walk around the way I was. <laughs> so I have that ability to lose weight quickly. Now, there are a lot of people out there that don't. Mm. And I'm not I'm not here to cut you down or make you feel like shit about yourself or say, oh, you know, just stop eating so many sandwiches. Go for a while. I don't want to say that because your life situation <laughs> might be very different than mine. And M, you just brought up the fact that you were in a car accident and couldn't walk for a couple of years. So yeah. it was one of those things. But. My God, does like if you look at those side effects and someone who's fairly healthy is willing to do that to lose weight because of the mental tax that's that that they go through or that they pay mm-hmm. because of their size. I mean, that speaks to a, a whole other issue we have in society. Em. Like it yeah. really, really 100%. does, doesn't it? Like yeah. it's crazy. 100%. And I wish we didn't. You know, right. What a state we're all in. I yeah. think I think. A, a lot of it too is is your body chemistry, right? I know I, I, my 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 body changed when I hit forty, specifically when I hit forty, and I didn't break my back, Emily, like you did, but I broke my tailbone, and so I quit. Mm. And I never, I was never a gym oh. guy, never had a membership. Still to this day, I've never had a membership. But I was like, I played ball in the summer. I played basketball. I played hockey. I just, my also, exercise. He's flexible. You see the yoga mats behind him. He does yoga. Well, I didn't get day. into yoga until my forties, Dean. I, no, and but now what I'm don't, saying is he's very I'm getting into thick. pickleball soon. Like that's oh, yeah. going to be my new recreational sport. I can't wait. For you. Um, but I, I remember when I hit 40, I was continued to eat the way I always ate. And I always ate like I had 10 assholes. And I just started to put on the pounds because I wasn't doing the same thing and my body changed. And I think some people just, you know, and I've, I've talked to younger people that, that, that are a bit bigger and they'll say, listen, I've been struggling with my weight my whole life. It just like, Mm -hmm. I was a, I looked like a, like a a garbage dog. Like I was all COK, (laughs) COCK and ribs my whole life. And I ate and did whatever I wanted my whole life. Yeah, and then 40 hit broke my tailbone and then 50 it gets even worse and so you got to do stuff which is a real shame but yeah here's a question (laughs) for you do you you like dudes with dad bods i love a dad bod do you really yeah i go anywhere from fluffy dad bod to fit it just depends on the guy and how his confidence carries it is that what it does are like cozy (laughs) really 
Yeah. It's the new thing. I read that the other day, too. We were talking yeah. about how they're dog bods like, are hot. Do you know how women like dudes, like young dudes are like all into the cougars and the milfs? Like, hey, mm-hmm. you know, you're 25, 26, you're into like a 45 year old woman, like a real yeah. woman who knows what she's doing. That was me when I was 25. <laughs> I was like, I always dated way older because I wanted to. I was like, no, I need to learn shit. They approach um, different. <laughs> oh, huge, right? It hits different. Everything about it. Did. So you're like, no, that's a woman. That's incredible. But but in I've heard of this. There's this new thing with young mm-hmm. women who are like, I totally love a dad bod. I don't need the cut dude. I don't need any. So, yeah. so gentlemen, if you're considering Ozempic, there is an actual category for you. And, and dad bods are apparently in now. Is that what I'm understanding? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not mad at a six pack, but I pick a dad bod any day. It's also a confidence thing. I feel more even Steven with a dad bod. I don't have abs. So, you know, let's like keep it kind of level the playing field a little bit, but a dad bod is perfect. Cause they're usually kind of buff in the shoulders and arms. They usually got like, they don't skip leg day and then they're just like soft and squishy in the middle. <laughs> it's nice. Yeah, nice. Yeah. (laughs) But what is it? Is it like? Do you know any younger women? And I'm listen. I am not trolling. I am. I am happy. I have a girlfriend. I'm I'm very well serviced. Everything's great. Everything's awesome. But uh, do you know? Like, have you talked to young women who are like, yeah, that dad bought over a six pack any day of the week. I don't Hmm. know what it is. All of my staff all have what they call a spa boyfriend, which is their favorite client. And I'd say ninety percent of them are dad bods. And they talk about it openly. They're like, he's just like, he's got the like squish in the middle. I'm like, right? The squish in the middle is a thing now? It's is a it thing. Really? Y'all are love, so lucky. I love spa boyfriend. We don't get That's that. Funny. We get no squish in the middle, get out of jail free cards. <laughs> you guys do. It sucks. I know. I, I had no idea. So so it's, they, yeah. it's the well-worn body that, that, that mm-hmm. women are, they're, they're not interested in this cut. 25 year old dude anymore they're all interested in now give me that warm comforting cuddly yeah, is, that a, is that a weird oedipus thing is that this one of those like weird psychological freudian things i mean women? maybe it's just a bunch of broads with daddy issues walking around but in general like it's it's just it's there's a little hibernation in there there's a little yeah. like coziness for the winter time sweat through like the spring and then be buff in your bathing suit and then you know eat a lot of turkey and go back to normal <laughs> i i love talking to you i don't know what it is. I, just I love talking to you too. my entire physique in yes. like less than five to seven minutes um i told you today on twitter you're doable either which way it's true she did say i was yeah. doable on twitter yeah 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 especially yes. if you're in albinos yeah she's into like she's into out of shape albinos with dad bods <laughs> oh, thank you very My much. My new I, just unlocked. Apparently, he's a great guy. We lose him in the sun, though. <laughs> yeah. I'm the only Canadian walking around with an umbrella all the time. Um, You're hilarious. So, what what else about men? Because you did an entire episode. Views You're on the taking mic. vitamin D, Dean. I take a lot of it. Okay. Relax yeah. and vitamin yeah, yeah. C and E and all the other vitamins. You got to be deficient. Guy. <laughs> um what about because you did an episode about men so i know you like dad bod, did. but I your did. latest episode with riley muse on the mic go and subscribe to that of course uh you and, and emily are the owners of uh the best uh body rub parlor 
in the city, completely licensed. You're both advocates for women in the industry, for safeness in the industry, for the ability for women to earn mm-hmm. for themselves, uh, which is incredible. But you, you took a little fun survey. And I thought that that was interesting because uh, if, <laughs> if you listen to M, she like they like every man. There isn't a man yeah. they don't like unless they're assholes. It seemed like you just love all men unless men are dicks, and then you're good. Yes. I mean, there's a difference between aggressive and being a dick, right? Yes, there is. <laughs> but I, I feel the reason why we really want to do the episode um, was to show appreciation. It was the tail end of November. I had come across this song that we react to in this one particular episode, episode 10, Um And it's really a tribute to men and what they go through every day, how neglected their mental health is, how men are often not believed, not listened to, not allowed to have feelings. There's no space for that in their lives. Um, I mean, it goes into the who's saved first, women and children. No one gives a shit about what men think most of the time, let alone what they feel. And in our world, it is 100% the opposite. Not that we don't care about what the girls think. But our entire business focus or every day is focused on men and what they confide in us. And when people are stripped down, literally, they tell a lot of things that they're not talking to their peers about their coworkers, definitely not the wife. And so we hear the intimate struggles, the private details, the, the stories about the one that got away, the secret fantasies they never got to try, the the thing that happened in childhood that created the fetish now, like we get to hear all these intimate things. And I've always thought to myself, I wish the world could hear some of this because men would be valued and honored so much more. Mm. So weird listening to you (laughs) look out for men being marginalized, right? Or their mental Mm. health being marginalized. It really, really is. But it's like a barber's chair. Mm -hmm. Your industry is where guys will come in, you know, and obviously they want to get, pardon the french they want to get their rocks off if that's what they're paying for they want to enjoy a sexual experience they want to enjoy the company of a good woman but you know it's Mm -hmm. it's funny because we don't ever equate anybody going into a muse massage spa with therapeutic need right and there's therapeutic need for a lot of dudes you must hear incredible stuff like what what are what do guys say when they're in that moment where they're like I need to get something off my chest while my pants are around my ankles or while I'm laying face (laughs) down on this table with my ass in the air. It's a hundred percent true in all of those positions. So everyone can visualize that as well because the confessionals don't just happen at the beginning or don't just happen like after the happy ending. It sometimes comes out in the middle of, of action uh, of foreplay on like third, trying to steal third base. And all of a sudden this story comes out. And uh, I find most of the time, I think that's different from like the barbershop talk or the locker room talk or, you know, even what they're telling their wife, if they do have an open kind of conversation or dialogue at home, is they're talking about these like secret things that men carry that women don't really relate to. It's not very often you hear, for example, the one that got away story from a woman. And if anything, women are kind of calculated about things we'll find that guy on facebook we'll slide in the dms and we'll do whatever it is we need to do regardless of our status and no one will ever know whereas men i i've met men that are older much older than me that are haunted by these these thoughts or these wonderings of whatever happened to said girl that could have been in high school could have been in college could have even been like end of elementary school and it was just this this person that they've turned into this this figure that is what could have been and through their 
obligation, societal pressures of obligation to stay in the family, to stay for the kids, to, you know, try to make that family unit happen, all the pressures of providing and no space to talk about what life could have been or maybe should have been. Mm -hmm. It really becomes apparent very quickly. I believe that the sexless marriage or the living like roommates is an unspoken epidemic in this world, especially Mm -hmm. in modern day society. And I have clients that used to be my clients when I used to work that are still friends and and customers of the spa. And for whatever reasons, I've I've literally either been in their home or see on their their personal Facebook, their home, and I've been in their separate bedroom. Like I literally went to a client's house, not for any services or anything, but um, we were there to negotiate some construction stuff that was happening. And that's just where the meeting made sense. And taking us on a tour on some renos in his basement, he was like, oh, yeah, that's the room I used to tell you about. And I see these, like, Superman sheets on this little twin bed in the corner. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me right now? Because she's up in the master bedroom living her best life, and he's sneaking down there after the kids go to bed so they don't know. And that is such a common story. I I could list thousands of men that tell this story every single day with sex workers all over the city. And that's just here you, let alone you, so, so sorry else. you mean like just a separate living quarters it's not like he gets off on superman blankets right like that's well, that's I mean, where that's i thought him we were going <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah. if he's into like you know marvel and anime i don't know but and, and actually i would know because they'd ask us to do a theme week about that i'm sure which we've definitely done superhero week. Hey, baby, when I come back, can you dress up like Iron Man, please? Thank you very much. Listen, Wonder Woman was hot back in the day. Shira, let's She's do it. Still hot. Yeah. Like if, let's say I used, let's say an early turn on Muse. for me. Oh, yeah. Big time. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. If I came into Muse and, and, I, and I said, I just, I don't care who it is, just make sure they're dressed up like Gal Gadot. Um, <laughs> who was the original that. Wonder Woman? What was her name? That's Linda Carter. Linda, Linda that's the one. That, Ooh, good yeah, memory. Smoke. Yeah, yeah, Hello. yeah. Linda Carter, I got a great memory. It's the only yeah. thing I do. Yes, yes. Unfortunate, because I remember uh, resenting too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but my, my, I know I'm the worst. But you bring up a fascinating point, and, and you know what? It, it's not like men are hard done by in in mm-hmm. the in in the majority of cases. It's not like you know they're not complicit in you know the the breakdown of a relationship where the wife mm-hmm. gets her best life in the master with an ensuite while he's in the corner sleeping on a twin bed with Superman sheets doing God knows what sheets. In the himself, right? <laughs> um, you know, and, it, but, but they have this idea that they don't have to talk to anybody about it. And so, you mm-hmm. know, in your mind, right. You spend a couple of hundred bucks to get the company of a lovely lady. And, you know, I, I can't imagine like a guy in the moment because I'm one of those dudes that like in the middle of something, I'll be like, listen, I got to tell you something. I need to explain. <laughs> yep. It blurts um, out just like that. It, it, it must, really, it comes out unexpectedly. It, it, is it, is it a mood killer when a guy's like, you're just about, you're rounding third and you're going to grab it and things are going <laughs> to happen. And he's like, I gotta tell you about my Superman sheets. I gotta tell you about it. <laughs> It it depends kind of how it's brought up. I think something like the girl who got away could come up in a, in a sexier way because it might be like, Oh, you remind me of somebody or some like length, like in, in road that that kind of leads to that. But when it's more a tale of like regret um, or devastation or delayed separation and things like that, it's uh, it sometimes comes out spontaneously, just like any other emotion would burst out 
spontaneously. I mean, yeah. it's not common, for example, that people cry having an orgasm in, in the parlor, but I'm not going to sit on, here and on. lie to you that, and say it's never happened. happened. That happened. Of course. Of course. I got to add good? something new Was to my good? list of things I don't <laughs> trust in people. <laughs> hey, have you seen guys cry right after they've, uh, they've, uh, have you seen? 100%. 100%. Oh, yeah. So have, I've also seen guys do really weird shit in that moment. Like what? Like I had a client that used to act like it was football, and he'd put his hands up in the air and go, score! Right in the middle of it. Okay, that I'm okay with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That makes more sense. That yeah. makes more sense than crying. <laughs> Listen, it, it comes out however it comes out. I knew a guy that used to talk about his, himself as a third person leading up to those last like 30 seconds before orgasm. Yeah. Like and he'd be like, John come. Franco's here. John Franco's arriving. <laughs> it's great. Maybe I am normal. Nothing sexier than, than listening normal. to a guy refer okay. to coming right. as arriving, Wrong by word. the way. John <laughs> Franco's arriving. We all knew when he was going to come. It was great. There's no surprises with John Franco. <laughs> Yeah, you could get your hair out of the way just in time. That's a deal, right? You get... Just lean back. <laughs> That's all you need to do. Aim away. Actually, you got to be careful with aiming away. I shot a guy in his own eye once. It's really yeah, well, bad. It was his own fault. It was his own fault for having a super prostate. That was his issue, not yours. Prostate. Super prostate. Oh, stupid prostate. You're fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fascinating part of the industry because like yeah. a lot of people uh by the way m owns muse massage spa 1290 uh, finch avenue west you can go there you can go to their website musemassagespa.com it's babelicious bingo month by the way uh from now until december so you can uh, play some bingo and get better rates uh they've also got a shop they've also got a bevy of young ladies who uh will mm -hmm. entertain you but but to the therapeutic point there are countries mm -hmm. in in the world there are countries scandinavian countries that literally and you know this, right, that mm -hmm. that will cover that service on behalf of a client for the therapeutic reasons that you're talking about, Em, right? Yes. Yes. Mm. Especially in Scandinavian countries and even more so for people with special needs. It is covered as a health benefit because if you are a quadriplegic or something like that, where you need a special kind of service and need someone specialized to be able to um, deliver that service to you, there is actually an insurance policy that covers those kind of things, which <laughs> we get asked about all the time. And I'm like, no, Do you guys there's, take no <laughs> there's no OHIP for happy endings. But uh. <laughs> I, I, I fully support the notion of someone in a very special circumstance having no different than any other specialized treatment. And who would you go to other than a sex professional for something that is sex related? But the human body is magical. I've known people and had customers where through spinal cord injuries and things like that, the body will reroute the pleasure centers. So mm -hmm. it used to be your penis suddenly is somewhere else, not your actual penis, but where you receive those same pleasure feelings can be rerouted, just like certain animals can regrow their tail when they lose it. And next thing you know, someone's thumb or below someone's belly button or some little pressure point is suddenly where you can feel orgasm and wow. still not feel from the waist down. It's absolutely wild. But you need That's someone incredible. who's who's skilled and knowledgeable, exactly, to be able to deliver that kind of a service for you, huh. let alone, you know, be able to cover it by insurance. That is, see, see this is why I love having him on.
right? That's I've never <laughs> heard of she that. run Canada's uh, most reputable and safest and high end uh, body rub parlor, licensed professional. Yes. Is she yes. an advocate for it for all the right reasons? A hundred percent. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I love it. Here's a question from Anthony. He wants a question for you. It's really basic. What's the grossest shit you've ever seen? <laughs> <laughs> Why does everyone always want to hear the gross I stuff? <laughs> I, I want to hear more about the Superman wanker. That's what I want to hear. <laughs> no, I, you know what? I, the Superman thing isn't going to be as interesting if a guy's got a penis on his neck. That's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is a different kind well, of thing. I think I always wear a scarf. I'm sorry. Okay, yeah, there you go. Or a neck, right? Um, yeah, like obviously you have you yeah. had people come in where yeah, go ahead. I don't want to interrupt you. There's there's definitely there's definitely gross things um that I consider gross based on my personal like likes and dislikes. To other people, certain things aren't that gross. Yeah. Um but I do remember, I, I always lean back to my own personal stories before Muse, because Muse wasn't invented before I retired. Um, but I definitely, I, I was a different era. There wasn't as much luxury in the facilities. And my first spa had no showers. So that was gross. But with that meant a lot of gross hygiene type stuff. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, it's tough to really talk about. Even I don't think on our podcast we'll even really like reveal all of it because it's stomach yeah, yeah. turning. Don't do it then. Don't do it. don't do it. You know what I'm seeing in my mind? I'm seeing like an abscess uh, next to the nutsack, or I'm seeing it's like all an open kind wound of... around the bunk yeah. piece where you're like, uh... and the guys. It's like, a lot please. of it's a lot of weird shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but ahead. I will say one of we're going to tell this whole story on a future episode, but right. we did for a few years at Muse have a secret cereal shitter that would shit in the shower. <laughs> and it took us forever to figure out which fucking client was doing it. <laughs> it was horrible. We had a conversation <laughs> one time, Emily, on the Just locker room. Deuces in the shower after or before. It had to be after. After. Right? You, can't do it after yeah. you don't shit where you yeah. eat, if you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, after we, and then walked out the door and we'd come back and be like, what the fuck? We had a conversation one time about, because this guy <laughs> this guy got caught down in the States and they finally got video of him. He'd go out for a morning run and he would take a, a dump on a in a in a on a track in like in his neighborhood like in a school running track and and they oh, and, and it would happen like once a week for like months and finally someone <laughs> put cameras up and they caught him and he was like a high ex, high end executive guy and it ended up being like what like I don't know if it was a like yep. some kind of a fetish or something for him yep. but that led yep. to a conversation about guys that take Shits in the shower, <laughs> and I'm like, "What is wrong with you people?" Yeah, it's a total thing, dude. It's and a total, they, like, and they I do the old waffle stomp to get it down the drain, and yeah. and I'm like, "What are you doing?" I wish. I wish. <laughs> no, we'd have to rock paper scissors after I see who the fuck's gonna clean it because he wants to be that guy. And then he was like, "We did it last time." So you have to have a shovel. It's just a mess. Like I personally, I don't have a dog and I don't have children. There's no reason I should be picking up anybody's shit. No, it just makes no sense. (laughs) I remember one time dive into both those if I wanted to. Good God, (laughs) my grandmother, my grandmother had a campground in Castlegar. Hislop's Highway Campground for years, and in the summers I'd go and I'd help her out. And she had the the 
the the bathrooms locked because we were right on the highway and people would right. like cruise in mm-hmm. and try to use the bathroom and she she made uh-huh. sure that the bathrooms were just for the paying clients and one morning mm-hmm. I was on my way down to clean the bathrooms and I'm walking up and I'm like what's that right at the front right on the mat to the bathrooms someone dropped a deuce and it was huge I mm-hmm. it was like and about this long and, and I'm thinking he really had to go. I didn't even yeah. blame him at that point, just based purely on the size. But I mean, that sounds like like a, he had to go. But I'm telling you, there's people that do it just because they get off on the idea. Yeah, and you know what? It, that, that have, whole thing is like people that want zero desire. Like I've, I'm fortunate to have grown up. Want the poo like stuff? No weird. And you know what? And I will <laughs> say there are a lot of people who are like. Oh uh, yes, scat's a, t- a category. I'm like, no, it means you're sick as fuck. That's what it means. I, I'm going to fight you on that one because I don't kink shame whatsoever. And I can tell you that most fetishes start in early childhood. So it could be something as simple as a child left in his diaper, felt warm and squishy, felt nice. It can be that simple. And then fast forward till he's 47. <laughs> that still doesn't explain wanting someone to take a dump on your chest. I'm I mean, sorry. like everything else, things progress, right? There's evolution to everything. You can take, I'm going to bug both of you guys on this. Don't judge. All right. Because you could take a simple foot fetish, right? Something yeah. that, again, happens often in childhood. It could be something as simple as a baby learning to crawl, crawls across the floor, goes over mom's feet and thinks, oh, that feels nice. Feet are soft. Feet feel good. And it could develop later in life, but liking feet can then become foot jobs or I like nail polish or pantyhose or stilettos or smelly feet or just toes or like there's all these branches and it it stems and evolves as you go. So something that started off as just, you know, the warmth of, let's say, a shitty diaper can develop into a full-fledged adult baby fetish or it can turn into a shit on my chest because that feels nice or I like seeing pussy at the same time and it's right here. So there's evolution to everything and i'm convinced everybody has at least one fetish there's no way you don't you just might not have discovered it yet you know of all the things <laughs> i thought we'd talk about today uh, that wasn't one that of was them not I, on re- my bingo card I regret <laughs> anthony michael's question immediately <laughs> yeah immediately i mean the gross stuff is going to go into the gross stuff it means smelly things it means weird things i know listen i appreciate the inclusiveness of what you're talking about (laughs) i do i appreciate the fact that you don't i'm still going to judge somebody that wants me to pull on them right lachlan's point uh we will still judge a few of them like we have to until you've tried a golden shower you shouldn't you shouldn't knock it see i don't want anybody peeing on me either I, uh, you know, <laughs> like, where do you do it? Yeah. Like, do I got to get in the tub? <laughs> like, I, Sometimes it's on a leg. I'm about, I'm about to confess a very personal story. <laughs> Were you really? <laughs> yeah. So professionally, I'd always been the one who pees on the customer if they request. And it's easier to deliver a fetish than to receive because it's, it's their cake. Sure. But I learned <laughs> indirectly. What do you do? Hold on. Hold on. Back up. So you... Do you lie them down? Just let her finish. Like, I don't want to yeah, drag out okay. too much detail. I, he I'd wants like me to paint get, a better picture. <laughs> well, I'd like you to paint a picture that doesn't get us delisted yeah, from anything. That would be great. I mean, lie I can't down, Larry. That. All right. Ready? Yeah. Open your mouth. Just stop it, Lachlan. <laughs> stop it. There's a lot of people that would email me right now and be like, tell him I'm in. <laughs> okay. I know. So I learned Come through doing a duo section. session. Okay, duo session. I learned through doing a duo session with me and another girl. And she was the one who was going to be peeing. 
And I got splashed by the thing. It didn't freak me out. It was my best friend at the time. I was like, whatever, hop in the shower. But I was like, you know, that was kind of warm. Maybe that's not so bad. And somehow it planted a seed in my head. And then fast forward to a few years ago, um, I started working at some swingers resorts teaching workshops. And it was my first time at hedonism in Jamaica, the famous hedonism. And the person that I brought with me as my guest luckiest guy in the world is that guest on that trip um decided it was time for me <laughs> to learn if i actually like golden showers or not <laughs> and in the middle of the new beach made me lay on the ground the sand and just peed on my vagina and i was like well that's fun all right all right <laughs> and then we hiked in the ocean and moved on and i am I decided... so glad <laughs> i jumped on today this has been very rewarding not for Listen, me. you learn things in weird ways. There was a lot of lot of martinis before that. Yeah. I am okay with all of this, by the way. I know, <laughs> like, I'm grossed I'm out sweating. by poo, but I'm really <laughs> sweating right now, and it's not because I'm, I'm on. still. I'm sweating through this, going. Right, you know what it was right. for me? It was yeah. the dominance of it all. I've learned that I have secret submissive That's... wishes, and just the like demand and the like embarrassment i felt and how like pink my whole face turned and blushed <laughs> it was that that was more exciting than the golden shower itself but i was like yes sir okay <laughs> well okay so the, the, yeah the, you find you find something out along the way of that what i would call horrific <laughs> experience <laughs> it was fun oh uh, well but yeah, i but again own. i think this is it i think it's it's healthy <laughs> i think it's like I think I that it. that hiding something that you're into <laughs> is way right. It's way more damaging to a person and their emotional stability than than actually just finding somebody that can also <laughs> deliver it or help you out with it. I mean, whatever it is, whether it's being peed on or having a thumb <laughs> sucked or you know whatever. Toe sucking is yeah, wicked. Like, <laughs> Go. Just do it, everybody. There we go. Get on your ponies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Try everything twice. Ponies. That's you know all what? I'm gonna I, say. I, I judge. I judge. Uh, let me. I was gonna say. I judge no one. I judge almost no one. But <laughs> I find it like people that are as open-minded as you. It's mm -hmm. it are, rare. are very rare. You don't judge. You taught. You willingly are vulnerable. Vulnerable about the things that you do or try because you don't mm -hmm. want other people to feel like their kink might be weird. Yeah, you don't want other people to think that there's something wrong with them. And so, you know, <laughs> it's it's, it's kind of like a chef. You gotta taste your own food before you serve it to everybody else, I guess. But mm -hmm. bottom line <laughs> is, is that you know, no matter how graphic that entire explanation was about <laughs> everything that you just talked about this is a therapeutic conversation for a lot of yeah. people too. So mm -hmm. you can sit out there and you can send emails and you can get angry that Emily talked about something that was graphic that you didn't like, but the respect that you talk about those things with is the underpinning of this conversation. And I certainly, is hope, remarkable. I certainly hope that the people at YouTube watch this portion of that interview as well. When someone complains about the previous portion of that interview. So, <laughs> If you're going to delist us or if you're going to get mad at M or if you're going to send us emails while you're willingly watching this thing and you're going to go, hey, I didn't like any of that. Not my problem. Okay. <laughs> that is that is Emily's problem. Not mine. <laughs> they can email me complaints. I, I love to clap back in emails. It's fun. <laughs> I know you do. You know what? Though, I mean, it, it's interesting. 
Dean's bringing that up because what what ends up happening on these podcasts, especially the live ones, when after the fact, when they get repurposed and they get pushed out, they do get blocked. And quite often, we will find out after the fact about um, an issue we had, and we'll go back, and Dean and I'll be on the phone that night going, what did we do? The interesting <laughs> thing I find about complaints, and, and it's not even, like, not even specifically what we talked about, just but in general is that if you're having a real conversation about stuff like we just did mm-hmm. it, it's it's the co- it's the the content doesn't matter it's the fact that we're having a yeah. real conversation about mm-hmm. it and we might not get any complaints Dean. Well, I don't care right? if we like, do it was it was a cute way of me of actually no, saying that what yeah. Emily's doing here is a public service whether or not <laughs> you find it gross I don't mm-hmm. Emily always a uh, new podcast that you just put out with Riley Muse on the mic uh, go and download it anywhere you get your fine podcast. Excuse me. I just had fizzy water. That's why I burped. I didn't mean to be rude. Um, but listen, your podcast is terrific. Uh, you, you guys do a wonderful job. I like that, Riley. Would highly, yeah, she's awesome too. Uh, highly encourage and go and watch the she's latest episode. Go and subscribe. Muse on the mic. Mm-hmm. Highly encourage you uh, to interact with these lovely ladies. They're advocates. They're beautiful people. Uh, they're obviously very risk averse. Not. <laughs> uh, and we're super grateful that we're partners with you, no matter what you talk about, because the respect that you talk about it uh, has been phenomenal. And it's always great to learn from you in these things. You know, hey, it's fun to talk about, but we get to learn a few things, too. Right. We get to I learn about in exclusiveness. It's awesome. But thanks for being here. Really appreciate it. Em. My pleasure, guys. It was so much fun, as always. Great to see you. Good to see you, em. Emily from Good. Muse Massage Spa, Muse Massage Spa, 1290 Finch Avenue West. Uh, or go to Muse Massage Spa uh, right now online. Uh, Muse you want to talk about my kink? Not really. I like to take the skin of my testicles no, and wrap it up over my head and go for a run. <laughs> Just around the block. It's a quick circle back in the house. <laughs> Because you can. Well, it took time. <laughs> it took a while to get it up over my head. Well, because you can. Now I can. Now I got a. I can. So I can hook it right there. And just. <laughs> Thanks for being here, dude. Great to see you. <sighs> I figured I'd get that in. Yeah, I'm glad after the whole cropping on your chest <laughs> yeah, bit. <laughs> Thank you for the callback on that again, too. Uh, it's going to do wonders for us. Really, really appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> Dean's not going to be able to pleasure himself for a week. <laughs> you are grossed out by poo. Uh, you know what? That entire thing, I can't see it in the educational sense. I only see it in the, I'd, in, Emily, in the, I'd never do any of that. that are like I know she's incredible that way. That's no, why I love talking no, to her. No. Um, anyway, appreciate no. you being here, dude. Thanks. Uh, how's the food drive going? Are you still doing the food drive, food bank drive? Um, yes. Okay. We actually um, got... Today, we got a ton of stuff dropped in. I, I was saying this on the, I'll, I'll make this quick. I was saying this today on the show. The thing that I, because we've been going back to the radio station. Jimmy's been hanging out. We, we've been trying to actually um, stay at work after the show to, in case people come in so we can talk to them and shake hands. The interesting thing about this food bank drive, um, and this is something I've noticed in the past, but it's highlighted more this time around for whatever reason. I think maybe it's times are tougher. It, it seems like the people that are coming down, not all of them have in the past had to use the food bank. Mm-hmm. 
and now find themselves in a different set of circumstances. They don't even really give a shit about the tickets that were given away for Metallica weekend passes next summer. They just want to, they want to help because they're in a position where they can now. And they, they had tough times. They had a downturn and they had to use the film, the, the food bank, and it got them and their family through a tough time. And so now like we had a guy come down the other day, he goes, man, I wish I could give you more, but, and brought a box of itchy band noodles. And he was, you know, told a story about how he lost his job and just close to losing his house and, and the food bank saved his life. And it just, there's so many stories like that. And it's kind of crazy. Like the guy come in with a pair of work boots on and, you know, like he took his lunch break and came and, and dropped off noodles, still not making a, you know, a lot of money still looks like things are tough. Right. Mm-hmm. But he wanted to do something and there's man, we, I, there's just a lot of people out there that have big hearts, man. Yeah. And it's, it's so cool to see. I'm so glad we did this had this little run here. We're, we're wrapping up Friday. If you live in Edmonton, you know what a lot of people are doing this. We've had like three or four people do this. They're, they're ordering like a Walmart grocery delivery yeah, yeah, and dropping it off. Yeah. I've seen that. Yeah. yeah. Cool. And anybody, so we have it. like, yeah. we're, we've got Uber drivers bringing stuff down to the radio station. And we're like, you're signing for Chris Swanson from Walmart. We're like, okay, all right. And he, and he dropped off 40, 50 bucks worth of groceries because he's in Leduc and he's working 10 hour days and he can't make it down. Yeah. How nice is that? Right. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, so it's just been unbelievable hey, to see the support we're getting for this. It's been fantastic. Yeah. Make sure you do yourself a favor. You're in the Edmonton area at lock and cross on Twitter, uh, nine, five, seven cruise FM.ca. That's where you're going to get all the details. Uh, these are people that care. Not often do you find people in media that give a shit. And, uh, this group of people does Lachlan does. I know him. I know his heart. Uh, so go and help out if you get a chance, uh, donate what you can give to the food bank. We'd really appreciate it. I know you would as well. It was very good to see you again today. Thanks for your time. Tomorrow I'm doing live. I'm doing morning show and I'm doing right. afternoons. Maybe I'll have you on. I'll get on both. Both. I'll get on in the morning and in the afternoon. Well, we'll I want to talk it. to you tomorrow. Okay. I want to talk because I want to talk you into watching Squid Game. Okay. The new. Okay. We'll okay. do it tomorrow. If you have time tomorrow morning, I'll get you I will. on. I'll okay. be there tomorrow morning. All right. Good seeing you, Thanks, brother. Pal. Uh, great to see you. Lockman Cross, 957cruisefm.ca. Have a great day, everybody. I got a split. Thanks to our sponsors and partners, including our friends at uh, Muse Massage Spot, 1290 Finch Avenue West. Lovely ladies, lovely group of people. Uh, It's therapeutic, if you will. We just finished going over that. MuseMassageSpa.com. That's where you can find them online. Muse on the mic is the name of their podcast. Download, subscribe. These are good people, uh, advocates for the industry and the people in it. MuseMassageSpa.com and Muse on the mic. Go and download and sub that podcast now. As well as our friends at Gitch, Ed's Fine Imports sells them. You can put them on you. The best luxury branded underwear on the planet. Boxer briefs, pouch at the front, super breathable, barely their fabric made for everything all day, all the time, moisture wicking. And great for odor, no odor. If you have an odor problem, back to what we were talking about earlier. Uh, go to Gitch, uh, sorry, edgefineimports.com. Gitch3 is your promo code. Put it in when you order three or more pair. You'll get a free pair out of my friends there at edgefineimports.com and Gitch, Canada's number one luxury branded underwear. And of course, brought to you by our friends at CanTorque, Canada's assembly tool experts. They make rugged, hardworking torque wrenches. Any bolting solution, they have it or they'll make it for you. Doesn't matter what it is, what industry, they will help. Go to cantork.com for more details. Have a great day, everybody. Appreciate you being here. We will see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.
do, did, will. The Story of People podcast is now available on the Cryer Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Cryer Media Network. everywhere the imagination dares it's for the open-minded the pleasure seeker it's jeff woods with the new podcast about relationships and sexuality theme-based with special guests blue hotel hotline at every episode climaxes with an adult bedtime story get a room and listen in at the blue hotel Begins Friday, September 23rd.